Alright guys, welcome back to On Shuffle Podcast. This is Daniel with Matthew here. We got another good one for you. You know what, I started off last week and I thought it was a good episode. How you been, man? <laughs> good. Okay. Good. good weekend. And that's digging into our lives right there. So, <laughs> no, uh, no, I just wanted to make sure I did say I appreciate all the listens. It seemed like we had a really good week. I was telling Matthew earlier, th- t- sent him a text. Uh, it seemed like we had a really good week. Every time I, I don't look much, but uh, it seemed like every time I glanced on there each day, I had to double look. I'm like, dang, we had uh, a lot of people listen today. Or a lot of, you know, so. Uh, a lot of different countries, and I think that's the coolest part to me. Um, mm-hmm. That you got two, uh, two white trash from Nowhereville, South or North Carolina, uh, and I'm joking. Obviously, we're not white. I'm white trash. Matthew's not, but uh, but no, um, you know, and, and we've got an audience, so that's really cool. But I just want to thank you guys. That's awesome. Uh, we told you we'd have a good episode, as always. We do. Um, so today, uh, you know, we're going back to a review. We had a review last week. We're going to throw another one at you today uh, before next week, and uh, we got something. I'll tell you about that later. But uh, a lot of albums this week, man, and uh, and we're going to get into that. Um, but I want to go ahead and tell you so you don't turn it off. We've got an album review for the new Ozzy, uh, the new Future Birds, which uh, I'm a big fan of. I know they're not as well known. Uh, DJO, uh, which many of you know as Joe Keery from Stranger Things. And then the fourth is The Midnight. Uh, so we had those four albums come out this week. Uh, very excited about The last week or two come out. Uh, we're really excited about all of them. And uh, we're going to review those for you today, give you our thoughts. But before that, um, we had some homework, man. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, our homework was to listen to the country artist, Zach Bryan. Yep. I want to say I chose it at random because was, he was charting. I guess uh, one of his songs was charting at the time. Um so uh, I'll just get it started here. So uh, uh, Zach Bryan, um, just uh, I, I, well, let me say this first. I guess from what I know, um, just what I know, I know Zach Bryan is a pretty big country artist. I said when I pulled him up on Spotify, he had over seven million monthly listeners, um, and pretty much every country redneck person I know has been playing his music pretty much and putting it all over Instagram. Um, so I guess just to a uh, little bit of backstory, he's from Oklahoma. I want to say he, um, it looks like he put out his first album in 2019. Um, so it's pretty recently mm-hmm. and looks like he, since then, he's just been pretty much, um, blowing up, I guess, but I'll put it that way, yep. frankly enough. Um, so Zach Bryan, I guess to, I guess to get started here, um, he's a country artist, of course, and, He's, uh, he's, I get, well, I almost like describing him as country is almost like <laughs> puts him in like a, uh, it's well, like saying Elvis is rock and roll. Well, I'll say it's, it's almost like putting like an unwanted stink on him, you know, cause like it's most country nowadays, it just isn't good. It's just, you know, not good country at all. Um, but if there's anything about this guy, uh, well going in, I didn't think too much cause I figured he was just, you know, like every other modern country artist and, yeah. um, to my surprise, he wasn't. He was, I guess, more of a, I don't know, singer singer songwriter. Definitely the like the down like I guess the non cookie cutter country that's out there. Um, he, you know, I know he has, shares the same last name with Luke Bryan, but his music is far from it. Um, <laughs> Luke, if you want to come on and discuss, <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so Zach Bryan. Uh, a lot a lot of his stuff is pretty much just a guitar and uh, acoustic guitar kind of very limited instrumentals you know as far as it's not a big uh um 
not a big production it sounds like so like it's just pretty much a small group of people yeah all working on this stuff and like I said, it's very acoustic based um the the little bit of time i listened to him i didn't hear one up upbeat song like <laughs> nothing's like upbeat or like even like rowdy as you know some of these country artists are it's like it's all pretty mellow and just like kind of uh not depressing but like uh downtrodden like melancholy um all very like like simple just like simple sad love songs or like you know heartbreak songs and um like I said, I was pleasantly surprised. I went in kind of with a you know, negative connotation, you know, because um, country isn't necessarily our, uh, this podcast forte, I would say. Um, I, know, well, I know there's plenty of them out there that are. But for us, yeah, we don't necessarily like country a whole lot on this podcast. But um, Not new country, for sure. Yeah, definitely not new country. We like... Um, we like both it, have a... There's an air of country we both like. Yeah, or or we like like just legitimate country music, not yes. like... I guess like the non cookie cutter country, right. um, and this guy isn't. He's definitely not. Um, he's definitely an artist. I actually saved a couple of his songs, uh, you know, in, my, in a playlist I have. Yeah. Um, yeah um, I think the one I saved was um, somewhere in the orange or something. I think. I think that's the name of it. It was his biggest song, so I clicked on that one first, and I said, "Okay, I actually like this song a lot." Um, so um so yeah so at, at the end of the day he's an artist i would like listen to again i mean there's not too many country artists that are out there that i, I kind of would revisit mm-hmm. um or i like, keep tabs tabs on i mean right. like uh chris stapleton is one of them um but she's he's barely a country artist if anything he's definitely more he's honestly just more blues um and folk but um but yeah this guy i'll say he's legitimately country he's definitely someone like i said i'm gonna follow and keep a tab a tab on so um so yeah so that's my opinion all right, so Matthew, you know, I think it's well known, anybody who's listened to these, uh, and by the way, happy 40th. This is our 40th podcast today, so, uh, you know, I meant to throw that in at the beginning. Uh, happy 40th, uh, everyone who's listened to all 40, uh, I'm sorry. No, I, no, again, I was, I'm just joking. I really appreciate it. Uh, we both do, so, uh, you know, love you guys being on this ride with us. But no, uh, what I want to say is, I think there's a common theme, if you've been with us the whole time, that I try to be as upbeat uh, when Matthew uh, when Matthew goes on a, a tyrant about one of you guys, I offer to bring you on the podcast to discuss it. Uh, you guys aren't reaching out like I thought you would, but uh, that's okay. You're good. You're good at taking criticism. Um, so I try to be the glass half full uh, here, um, and uh, and I don't think I'm going to be able to do that today. Um, so you know, I listened to Zach Bryan today. Um, you know, I, I, like you, negative. Uh, uh, negative thoughts going in. Um, you know, I, I, I saw a picture of him and I try not to be this way. This is a terrible way to be, but I saw a picture of him and I was, and I guess I like my country. I don't care if it's country rap, rock and roll. When I look at someone a lot of times, and I, and I tell you, it's really, especially in glam. Like you can look at someone and be like, Oh oh yeah, yeah. This person's glam, Uh, you know, and and I'm probably going to like this or, or I'm not going to like this or what have you. Um, I saw a picture of him and I was like, ah, this guy, man, he's like all these other guys who say they're country. Um, now I'll say this, he's not like these other guys that are new today as far as the uh, fake country thing. I, I, I think the guy's true to it. Um, and one thing that I've tried to do over the years, and I think both of us are really good at this, uh, we, there's genres we don't like, or we don't care for as much, but we do respect, uh, all genres, especially there's someone in every genre that you and I can both respect. Like, I don't care what it is. I can mention a name in a certain genre and I can, Matthew can be like, yeah, that person's a real deal. Uh, even if we don't listen to him or not. Um, 
so getting on to it, listen to Zach Bryan. Um, you know, I have a dog. I think you guys, especially our longtime listeners, you know I have a dog uh, because she's tried to ruin our episodes before. But uh, I almost killed her today. Uh, listen to Zach Bryan. <laughs> no, I'm being sarcastic. It's one. I, I'm saying that it's one of those um, kill your dog, your dog died music. Um, very, very, um, uh, you know, mellow. Uh, and, and you know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you, Matthew. The songs weren't that bad. Um, and you're exactly right. The guy's talented. Uh, and I don't fault you one bit for saying that you, you know, you'll revisit that. For me, there's another guy out there. He sounds like a, another guy who's blown up in the last couple of years. And I, I can't remember his name. Everybody knows the guy. If I mention his name, it would know him. But it's almost like there's, there, there, to me personally, it's just my opinion. It sounds like he's whiny when he sings. Um, it doesn't sound like, it sounds like he's using his real voice. Um, you know, that this is talk, his same voice. It doesn't sound like he's singing. It just sounds like he's whining to me. Um, and again, the songs, there was nothing wrong with the songs. The songs were fine. I like the songs better than I do. Uh, uh, what's, what's the other guy? Luke Bryan. But, uh, I just, I don't know. It just didn't grab me. Um, and, uh, and I did try. I really did. And the funny thing about it is here's how you can, you know, someone is going to be successful. Uh, I had my family in the car today, uh, so I, I waited till the day to listen to Zach Bryan uh, do my homework, and um, I had my family in the car. Where I'm listening, and I'm not digging, and I'm just kind of like going, you know, flipping through, like, yeah, yeah, let's try the next one. But I can tell they were digging it. So, um, you know, my positive thing here would would be that uh, that he's obviously talented, like I said, and uh, and I could see where he's getting an audience and he's becoming famous. Everybody in my car, and and mind you. Nobody in my car uh, or my truck, excuse me, said that they knew who he was beforehand. Uh, but we listened to about uh, probably uh, probably ten or twelve songs, and uh, you know, after that, I would say that everyone in my truck is probably a Zach Bryan fan now. So uh, Zach, if you're listening to this, you want to come on? I'm telling you that my family is a fan of yours now. So uh, don't take it personal, man. I just uh, I didn't dig it. Um, I didn't dig it at all. And uh, and again. I mentioned he sounds like someone. There's a guy he sounds just like, and I really do not like this this singer. And I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons that um, that I couldn't get over the negative part uh, thoughts that I had of him. So um, so yeah, man, just just not a fan, not a fan. All right, well, uh, well that's fine. I said that's uh, how we do it here. Uh, opinions, uh, all opinions matter. Yep. Um, so yeah, so uh, so I guess I came into it. Well, I guess both came into a negative. Um, and we were, well, I came out more positive than you did, uh, which I understand there is like some country that is, I mean, that's kind of one of the stereotypes yeah. is that there is the, you know, my dog's dead, wife left yeah, me right. type of country music. And, sure. um, seemed like just a lot of his songs were that yeah. instead of uh, anything kind of, cause I was thinking, okay, one of these is going to be kind of sped up a little bit right. and, it, and they never came. Um, but like I said, um, he has more of a, a mood kind of like, you know, you're not putting this on and like doing chores around the house no. or anything like that. You're. No, you just broke your girlfriend. Just broke up. With you. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty much. Yeah, something happened to you. You're, or your your high school football team just lost their game. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so something just happened to you. But no, I'll, I'll joke aside. I want to say this. Uh, who? It, I bet none of you had it on your bingo card that there, we were going to listen to a new country artist and that Matthew would like it better than I would. Uh, you know, Matthew's usually. And I say this in a good way. I really, I really mean this. This one thing I respect about Matthew. Sometimes, like I'll give something the benefit of a doubt too much, and uh, and there'll be people around me thinking, like, "Hey, what is he? What is he thinking here?" Uh, and now myself, 
I, I'm just trying to be, and Matthew will go ahead and tell you like, all right, I listened to it. I don't like it. I'm moving on. Um, so I, I guess I say that to say who would have it on their bingo card that Matthew would actually like it and that I wouldn't. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'm more of the, um, the, uh, I guess more the, not, yeah, more slightly more negative. Yeah. Well, um, and not, not in a bad way. I don't mean like that. You know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah. You're honest with yourself, and I'm not. <laughs> yeah, well, well, yeah, there's some certain some genres that I, I'm more just turned off to. Sure. And, uh, and country's one of them. Country's, yeah, That's definitely one of them. Country's, well, yeah, definitely modern country is just is not one that I would listen to on a normal basis. Because I know you grew up with country, as I did, but now I still, and I have this spot in me where I'll still go back to my roots of stuff that I grew up with. Um, you know, Ollie, we talk about the, the 90s stuff, and, and, you know, and obviously Matthew's not a big fan of the 90s stuff, but I, even the country stuff that I grew up with, I still go back to. Matthew's, he's mentioned on here time before, uh, times before that uh you know he grew up with the country too um and yeah. uh, you know you don't you don't tend to gravitate back towards that yeah or yeah it's like only certain moments or like uh i got inspiration too maybe right um but yeah not normally um yeah. i said normally i've uh, got other things to listen to sure um a podcast or you know a, a new new album like we right. have like we had this week um so uh so yeah so uh, zach bryan like i said um i liked him uh daniel didn't but um yeah so so if you uh so if you you know if y'all like country music i'll check it out i'll say i'll say if you i mean going in i guess i'm not sure if a non-country person will like them so but if you're country definitely check them out if you like country music but matthew your thing i can see where uh and and this maybe this is i'm drawing some lines here i can see where if you're a pop fan like an indie type pop where uh you like someone like that would appreciate them um because the, he does have like it is a catchy uh the songwriting is really good like it's there and and obviously the the talent's there i'm, I'm not going to sit here and act like he's not talented my only part is just uh his his singing voice isn't for me it doesn't scratch yeah, that itch that we you. always talk about uh but again <clears throat> it's all there so uh i would say this to you if you've never heard him and you are like myself and matthew where you do like the uh, the indie type stuff maybe indie pop uh, or pop in general, you still might like them because uh, the the songs it's there, uh, and I guess you just have to check it out here for your own. Yeah, um, yeah, I guess his voice is similar to one that doesn't do it for me. A way different caliber singer, I think this other guy is way better. But uh, I, I, Miles Kennedy, he just yeah, you hearing his voice is just like, he, again, it kind of comes off as a whine. Yeah, uh, and I know Daniel, like you know, again, Daniel loves him. Die hard. Uh, and I'm not a big, which I, I don't want to go down this road. I don't like the band uh, Audio or what. Uh, Alder Bridge, but I do yeah. like Miles Kennedy. Yeah, well, yeah, you pretty much like anything other than yes. Alter Bridge. Sure. Um, so, um, so yeah, so again, Zach Bryan, again, check him out, love him or hate him. Um, I'll say he, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's uh, respectable coming out of it. He's respectable. So, um, so yeah, check him out. All right, man. All right, guys. So the moment we've been waiting for, uh, me and Matthew have texted back and forth uh, this week. Uh, I think both of us have been really excited about the, all these new albums that came out. Um, and so one we're going to do first is one that we both, uh, I think both of us have been pretty excited for, uh, to hear. I didn't know about it until pretty recently that it was even a thing. Um, uh, but the new Ozzy came out and, um, you know, it came out this week. Uh, what is it called? Um, um, patient number nine, patient number nine. So, uh, and if you, 
if you haven't checked that out yet, Ozzy has a bunch of features on there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, a lot of very talented uh, legends in the game are on that album with him. Um, so yeah. you got Ozzy, who's go ahead. Um, so yeah, so Ozzy's obviously the, the main dog here. All the features are pretty much uh, guitar players. Yeah, right. Uh, so lamb off a few. Um, Jeff Beck, Mike McCready, I think he's from Pearl Jam. Yep. Um, Zach Wild is on a lot of them. Um, Tony Iommi, obviously from Black Sabbath. Yep. And to um, can't leave off Eric Clapton. Somehow yep. he's on here. Yep. Um, yeah, so um, he's unvaccinated himself. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, uh, yeah. well, real fast, I, I want to let you start like we always do because I want you to. I, I just some that's our game plan. We stick to the uh, the game plan. Run the ball down the throats. Matthew goes first. I do want to mention if you hear me going in and out. Uh, as we've said from the beginning, uh, we grill while we do this podcast, so we're grilling steaks. Uh, we're outside, beautiful weather, grilling steaks, uh, talking about music. So go ahead. What do you think, Matthew? So yeah, so um, so again with this album, uh, I think probably if you would ask me three three weeks ago, um, I probably wouldn't have said. I probably wouldn't have told you I knew Ozzy had an album coming out. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have told you I was looking forward to it, and I knew nothing about it. Me neither. Um, but I guess what got me turned on to it was, um, I think two weeks, oh, a little over a week ago, I was uh, off um, running errands on a Friday, and um, my wife had Sirius in her car. Um, so I was listening to Sirius, and I think it was Ozzy's Boneyard. Um, you know, obviously he has a channel on there. And they had like a big, um, I, guess, I guess like an album review. Not a review, but a... They played the album and they had like Ozzy and a few, you know, a few people he kind of worked with on the album, um, kind of talking about each song and kind of how it got started and, um, you know, it's, it's a kind of like a breakdown song by song. Um, so uh, I listened listened to it and uh, that's honestly what gave me inspiration to uh, check out the album. I think I listened to a couple songs. I think it was Mr. Darkness was the one I listened to off. Uh, on the radio i was thinking okay that actually, that actually sounds pretty decent um so i gotta i gotta you know hear this out for myself um so obviously i brought it to daniel we, we both obviously checked it out and um it is surprisingly i would say um because i would say well I, I wouldn't compare it to his like 80s and 90s stuff that's kind of a his, his prime honestly um but but i what i was comparing it to and we kind of had a big discussion about it you know uh, Thursday, I think of last week, um, on, on, not on the podcast, but it was about Ozzy and like pretty much like um, Black Rain. I think that's the album yeah, on that's 07, yeah. Black Rain, Scream. And I want to say he did, yeah, he did one last year. So kind of these last four or five he did. Um, and comparing it to it, he's, um, it was surprisingly good. I would say, I'll, I'll say it's good that um, I guess the, the album didn't have any really bright spots. Oh, sorry, my phone started playing. Um, but <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get the copyright issue yeah, yeah, loss yeah. here. But uh, you can go 15 seconds or lower. No, go ahead. <laughs> but um, but it was surprisingly good. I'll say there's not a, okay. there's not like a peak. There's not a bright spot as far as like oh this song's an eight and a nine. Right. I think if there's a range from one to ten, there's a bunch of fours and, and sevens in there. So um, obviously you'll probably like some more than others. I think I said my favorite is probably the opening opener, patient number nine, and um, Mr. Darkness. Um, like I said I really enjoyed listening to Zach and Ozzy get back together again because that's uh, obviously that a long relationship. Um, playing, you know, Zach playing with Ozzy, mm -hmm. but I would say yeah, overall, um, I know we can, we're not going to do a whole 
podcast length review like we did last week for um who i can't remember Elvis we did and then yeah, yeah megadeth's album a couple weeks ago right. but um yeah i said overall it's surprisingly good i would say there's not a bright a bright spot but there's no bad spots either it's all kind of like middle of the road for ozzy's sake i mean i think i think we were talking last week and i think probably one of some of our favorite songs from mm-hmm. like this I don't know what to call him. Late, late age Ozzy yeah. would be. Um, I want to hear you scream off of Black Rain. No, that's off of Scream. That's off of Scream. Yeah, that's off of the Scream. I think it was the name of the album, Scream. But it was the. Um, Dag on it. What was the name of that? Well, it's that song off of Black Rain. Um, I got it right here. Um, yes, yeah, so being Black Rain came out in 07. Probably my first Ozzy album, actually. Um, not going to stop. I don't want to stop. Um, that's a really good song off of there, and um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to stop. Then off of Scream, there's a couple really good ones, um, Soul Sucker and Digging Me Down. Um, those are really huge bright spots. Those are like you know, one of those, at least a couple of those may be my top five Ozzy ever. That's which, Black Rain, right? Uh, well, um, well, I think the the one that would be in my top five, and I we can do it. Uh, Ozzy uh, career retrospective oh, like we like did, uh, Chris Cornell. Yeah. Um, Digging Me Down will probably be in my top five. That's an amazing song. Yeah. But um, there's there's nothing that good on off this new album, in my opinion. Um, overall, I said it's pretty solid. And, and Ozzy, um, we were talking like, like I said, listening, I listened to the kind of the serious XM interview. And Ozzy kind of sounded the same talking-wise since he kind of like uh, probably since the um what was this tv show that just the osbournes i yeah. guess was the name of the show yeah. um he's you know just mumbled kind of almost incoherent can't really right. understand him yeah um but somehow he still sings great he sounds exactly the same since you know since black sabbath he like i said he sounds the same singing and t- talking he's literally almost impossible to understand but like singing wise he still sounds so good um which is honestly the biggest takeaway sure is uh like i said you know obviously he's you know an older older gentleman um but he still sounds the damn same and i don't know if it's like a production thing i don't know if it's like i don't know how they're doing it it might just be the greatness of ozzy but uh, overall um i don't know if you'll give it a rating i guess album wise um I'll probably give the album as a whole probably a, you know five or six I'd say. Uh, overall, I said very solid album. You can put it on and not necessarily blink twice or want to turn it off. Um, but uh, I guess the way I'll compare it and I'll compare it to another album too um, is that um, it's one of the albums that you know if you're in your car in the car with somebody um, and, and like I guess coming from coming from mine and Daniel's perspective. And I'm assuming this, you know, everybody has this person. There's like somebody in, in control of the radio, sure. um, majority of the time. Yeah. yeah so um, none of us are ever in control, of it, especially us listening to this. Yeah, we're none of us are. Well, well, I'll say if you're listening to this podcast, you might be the one in your car that is going to control the radio. Oh, you think so? Well, because like I said me and you are. Yeah, I said, right, right, yeah, right. Like, when we're with our families or right. yeah, 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 like uh, we are in control. People so know that it's our radio. Well, I say that to say this is that sometimes you're listening to a song and you have no problem turning it down and talking over it. Um, but then there's some songs like you just want everybody to be quiet, almost mm-hmm. to witness it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this Ozzy album, you have no problem turning it down and talking over it, sure. which is not, not necessarily a bad thing. It's kind of a great 
you know, a nice soundtrack to put over, put under anything. But, uh, um, also overall, it's probably about a, a six, I would say solid, but not anything great. Yeah, Matthew, I, I, you know, I was, I was nervous that I wouldn't agree with you on this one because I knew I wasn't going to agree with you on Zach Bryan. And the only reason I knew that is uh, Matthew had messaged me the other day, mentioned that uh, he was kind of pleasantly surprised uh, with it. And uh, and I was thinking about that today. I was like, you know what, this is it. We're going to be opposite ends on this one. But uh, the new Ozzy, um, I probably didn't. Matthew probably liked that one better than I did too. Um, so you mentioned, uh, was it Black Rain, the one from 15 years ago? Oh uh, seven. Oh seven. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I really like that one. And uh, and I'll tell you why. You know, you mentioned I Don't Want to Stop, um, which is one of my all-time favorite Ozzy songs. And the funny thing about that song, uh, and I think that this album lacks, is um, it, it, was, uh, it was definitely... Uh, different than like the old stuff it's not the 80s stuff of course it, it doesn't sound like the sabbath stuff or any of that but during for that year at that time frame 08 uh it was very on par for the course um and it was something that would be catchy at the time and uh and of course i like the song to this day i know matthew uh me and him talked about it this week and and uh you know i listened to it a few months ago somehow i heard it and then i downloaded it again and then i'd listened to it a few times but um, but one thing I think, one reason I think that album was good was because it was kind of it stayed. He stayed in his lane. He, you could still tell it was very Ozzy influenced. Uh, he didn't change who he was, but I think it was great for the time. Now, one thing about this new album, um, I didn't think it was bad. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said you play it uh, in the background. Um, I didn't. I didn't hear anything. It's like this sucks. Uh, not one song did I think that sucked. But one thing that I thought the whole time uh, was there was no songs that I really liked. And, um, you know, so I hate to say that because I really wanted to find a song that I really liked. But um, to be positive, let me let me stay positive here. One thing I will say is, like Matthew, uh, I was so impressed with Ozzy's sound. He sounded so good. Um, he sounded every bit of good. Uh, you know, again, no songs on the album that I cared for. But I, I've never heard Ozzy sound any better than he sounded uh, this Friday when I listened to his album. Uh, and I think that's probably the best compliment I can pay him. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there was, uh, he had all of his quality, uh, like Ozzy signature sounds. And um, I just didn't think any songs that he wrote uh, or that were written for the album uh, were songs that I cared for. But, uh, and I'm trying to s- say this in the best way possible. But again, as I mentioned, I thought Ozzy sounded fantastic. Uh, it sounded like I kind of got excited because even though once I got done with the album, I was like, you know what? I, there's nothing on there I really care for. But as good as he sounds, this not this might not be the last time I've heard Ozzy new oh, yeah. Ozzy stuff. <clears throat> mm-hmm, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, so I didn't care for any songs. Um, nothing was bad. Didn't care for anything. Uh, don't I don't have any new favorite Ozzy songs. But uh, but I did think he sounded fantastic. Okay, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so again, I, I would say so, both of our uh, consensus opinions, I guess, um, kind of middle of the road, as far as, uh, not quality, but just a bit of middle I, of the road. Uh, and I give him a six as well. Okay, so, yeah, so it's middle of the road, I guess, as far as Aussie, yeah. just comparing it to other Aussie stuff, there's right. obviously way better Aussie stuff, but then again, there's was worse, there's the worst Aussie out a lot there. Worse. Yeah, so, um, 
so you so yeah so again ozzy obviously if you if you know if you're a fan of ozzy or metal in general i'll definitely i'll say recommend recommend checking it out um it is interesting to hear kind of the different guitar players on there um just because like i i don't know if eric clapton's ever played anything this heavy you know mm-hmm. and i know he's obviously more of a blue. not for this era yeah yeah well definitely not of this era um definitely more of a just a classic rock more more or, or hard rock i guess um guitar player but um so yeah so again i would say uh ch- check it out but but let me leave you this too matthew i will say this too like I, I know when i'm a huge fan of someone that they could put out an album that i know i guess if i got like a like you know that you might not like there's times where i'm a real big fan of someone or maybe matthew's a real big fan of someone and uh they put out a new album and I don't want to say this in a bad way. I guess maybe no one else likes, maybe the the, uh, the reception's not very good, but we'll like because we're a big fan of that person. And it's almost like, okay, I get it. I get what they're trying to do. This is a different era uh, in their, this is a different stage in their life. Like this is what they're supposed to sound like. And then you're still a fan. Uh, so I know there's a lot of people like that. Uh, and I would say this, if I was a huge Ozzy fan, like, and I'm an Ozzy fan, don't get me wrong, but if I was a huge Ozzy fan, who's like a, you know, he's one of my top five favorite of all time that I'd probably love this album. Yeah. So, and I mean that in a good way. Like, I really think I would love this album if I was a bigger Ozzy fan, but the fact that I'm not, uh, I have no expectations for Ozzy. Um, you know, it's basically, I love Ozzy. I want to hear what he's got. Uh, do I like anything? No. Okay. Move on. Uh, but again, um, I know, uh, so I'm a big fan of this band. Uh, Matthew knows well. I've seen a bunch of times a band called Foxy Shazam, uh, and I think we've mentioned them on this podcast a time or two. But uh, Foxy, they've came and gone, and and they're back now, and and their sounds kind of changed. Well, they put out their last album a few a couple years ago. Uh, there was their first song off of it was a song called Dreamer. Well, I really liked the song, um, but now at the end of the day, if I'm being really honest with myself. Uh, and I'll tell you, I didn't really, I don't really care for their sound these days. Like I think they've changed and it's, it's just not the same as a band I fell in love with, but I really like that song, but I, I know people around me, uh, that didn't really care for it. And uh, it's one of those things where I'm a fan of theirs. So I like the song. And if I can get something that's pretty good out of them, then I'm going to take it and run with it. Uh, so obviously not being that way with Ozzy, I didn't take anything and run with it. You know, I didn't run with anything. However, I should say that, but anyways, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. So, uh, so yeah. So again, Ozzy. Um, overall, just okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Not, not great. Just uh, okay. Yep. So moving on here, because I know we got a lot to go over still. Um, the next band we were going to talk about is Future Birds. I know this is uh, one of one of Daniel's bands. Yes. Um, so this is a group that going in. I know Daniel's definitely showed me songs, yep. but I've never listened to them on my own. So listening to this album was the first of uh i said just ch- checking out the group and just to give a little heads up said future birds i guess just as far as spotify listeners they have just under three hundred thousand, so they're definitely not um small time yeah. um definitely uh you know group up on the rise yeah. um but again this is a group that looks like they got started in 2013 um definitely i guess as far as their sound overall um and i said you can definitely chime in too i would definitely say they're kind of um almost like not psychedelic as far as you know Floyd or nothing but like a slightly kind of psychedelic country yeah. i guess kind of a um kind of like almond brothers but if they smoked like or did like a lot of lsd i guess um you know like there's one of the songs i, I can't necessarily remember which one it was now 
I think it was easier said. Pretty much sounds like Allman Brothers, just pretty yeah. much up and down. Um, as far as just the guitar playing and the songs wise. Um, so I, uh, the album um, again. Well, the name of the album is Blooming Blooming Time. Sorry, Blooming Two. Um, <laughs> it, it says an album, and it looks like there's seven songs. Um, relatively short. I said it's only looks like only 26 minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so really short listen. Um, but uh, so going into it, kind of blind. I kind of knew their sound as far as what to expect. Um, but going in, I would say again, I was. Um, no opinions uh, still getting started i liked it also overall um i did save one of their songs too i think one stood out for me um it was a uh, saint Teresa. Yeah. i want to say there's i want to say there's at least i know there's three different singers in the group um so the one i liked because there's two that were almost didn't sound like zach bryan but they were definitely kind of on an almost unconventional kind of country singers but then there's one that is like I don't know. That sounds like uh, Billy Currington or something like another, like one of these more modern country you. country yeah. singers. Yeah. You know, not that his voice wasn't scruffy. It wasn't didn't have a lot of character. Yeah. But it's kind of this slick, smooth kind of modern country sound. Was it Sins of Friends? Do you remember? No. Well, the song is Saint Teresa. Oh, oh you talking about? Um, so, so the song I like is the one with the kind of the okay. slick country singer kind of um, singing over it. Got it. Um, so again, uh, so going in, like I said, no, didn't respect anything. Um, so future birds go like I said going into and I said it's more Daniel's group but like I said I did enjoy it. overall I said it's a short listen the only one I said I'll take away is Saint Teresa um, like I said just something about it um, it definitely kind of has like a kind of a beachy um, yes. kind of like a beachy kind of easy going right. vibe to it nothing upbeat mm-hmm. like uh, uh, too upbeat everything's kind of just like cruising kind of you know vibing. Nothing too upbeat, but like I said, overall, I would say, um, I'd say I liked it. So again, to give it another review, Ozzy's, so sorry, I have a little mess here. Yeah. Ozzy's, I would probably, like I said, Ozzy's was a six. I would say theirs is closer to, I would say, just because I didn't know nothing about it, just not comparing them to their own stuff. Yeah. I'll probably say a seven. Okay. I'll say a seven. All right, so Matthew, that makes me, that's probably, that. There's nothing that can happen in this podcast. If Matthew cusses me out and calls me white trash, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, I'll still be happy. Um, you know, obviously, Matthew, uh, he's near and dear to me. So when we show each other music, one thing I really do, it really does validate for me is when Matthew likes something that I want to show him. So the fact that he does like the Future Birds uh, stuff uh, and he gave it a seven, which obviously was better than the Aussie. Um, and I didn't, and, and I'll say this one reason I'm so excited about it. I, I'm not a huge fan of this new, uh, future birds album. Um, so that does, that does something for me. Um, so I'll say that, but, uh, you know, talking about it. So one thing I want to make sure I get off, I want to get my negative off first. One thing that kills me about the future birds now is that if you do look them up, if you've never heard them before and you do look them up now, you're going to see them as future birds and Carl Bromel. Uh, I hate that. Like if you're in the band then just put just be the band you know what i'm saying or if you're not if you do it the other way you put carl bromel and the future birds which is not the case here they're the future birds uh so i hate that for some reason it bothers me a lot of their albums matthew if you see it every song says featuring carl bromel uh so i you know i i hate it when bands do that but you know nonetheless that's just a pet peeve of mine so moving forward um 
Matthew said he liked uh, St. Teresa. If you've not heard that song, it's uh, and you probably haven't, because I want you to check out the Future Birds. Again, the album's blooming too. Uh, the, uh, he said St. Teresa was a song he liked. He downloaded. I'll say this. That's a really good song. You're almost, you start out, you're kind of like on the beach for a little bit of it. Uh, you, the feeling you'll get. Uh, and then you'll get another feeling like, man, this is trippy. Uh, I think the lyrics will talk about like, you know, some old lady and then, you know, uh, and basically you're high and saying, hey, don't forget, uh, you know, you're talking to a dog right now. So, um, so again, uh, that song's good. I really like Sins and Friends. I think that was the first single off this album uh, that they put out. It's a very good song. Matthew, you mentioned uh, their sound. So, okay, for me, they do sound very uh, Western country. Uh, they have this style. Matthew, he said it best, Almond Brothers. I really feel the case uh, with that. They're considered rock. Um, it's like an indie rock, but they're considered rock and roll. Um, and, and, and if you didn't tell me that, if you said, hey, they're not in the rock and roll category, what are they? I would have a hard time uh, genre, putting them in a genre. Yeah, well, I would say they're, well, they're more definitely more country. Like, I, that's like... Again, we talk about cookie cutter and how yeah. it's not almost cookie cutter. Cookie cutter in any genre is sure. not good, but they are almost like they're definitely not modern country, but definitely on like the outskirts. They're definitely they're in a suburb of modern country. It's like you know what I mean. Like they're you know they're uh, they can hop on the interstate and get into modern country probably pretty quick. Um, so far as that metaphor yeah no i i'm with you there i I totally agree i hear them when i hear them i hear country um but you know one thing for me is i don't i hear country because they use the steel guitar they use the sound but i don't at the end of the day when i listen to them i don't think full country i think like the uh okay when I hear Elvis, and I mentioned him earlier, when I hear when I hear Elvis, the king of rock and roll, I don't hear rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But but I know, I, but I still consider him the king of rock and roll because I, you know, for whatever reason, like I, you know, obviously with him it's different, the influences, all that. But um, but with Future Birds, I don't hear uh, the rock. Uh, I really don't. I, I know they have a country sound, but I don't think of them as country. Uh, I think of them like as a southern rock, uh, western style country. Um, but now, did you catch where they're from? Uh, no, it didn't, it didn't say on Spotify. I was, I didn't see that. Okay. Um, but I would assume just like again, uh, we can probably look this up here in just a second. Right. Um, I would assume they're not from a, like a traditional country place. They're probably more like a, I would say like California or yeah. Kansas or probably like somewhere that's not southeastern united states um probably more west coast i would almost assume um i said i don't know why it just seems like they're since they're not traditionally country right i would assume that they're um they're from like i said uh probably the west coast i would i'll say honestly well california probably on to colorado i would imagine yeah i can hear that um just because I would think if, if they were like from like like a more traditional country place, yeah, their sound would probably be more traditionally country. I assume. Yeah, no, I I definitely I definitely understand that. That's a, that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good uh, uh, analogy right there. I'm with you there. Now, um, so you know, I guess getting back to it, I always think it's cool. Uh, nonetheless, I guess moving on to my point, I always think it's cool when I like someone and I can't categorize them, um, which to me, it, obviously, it makes them unique. Um, 
But, uh, but again, I let, you know, I digress. I won't keep off, uh, you know, we've got a lot of albums to review here. So I'll just say this, uh, you know, I, I like that Matthew liked it. Um, and it makes me want to, uh, point him into some other songs by them. I could tell you this really quick story before we move on to the next one. Uh, funny thing about them, uh, out of the blue, my, so my cousin of mine, uh, who's, I guess my music, uh, uh let's see my musical dad let's let's put it like that yeah my musical sensei let's do that uh he's the one who he's an older cousin he's the one who got me into music as a kid put me on the kiss when i was uh preteen. uh you know very very young i saw kiss when i was 12 because of him he took me um but uh me and him are both fans of them he actually i can't i think he put me onto them first um but they were coming because okay, so you guys know by now me and matthew are from north carolina uh he told us uh, told me that they were going to be in wilmington north carolina which is a, not a very far drive from us less than an hour uh from matthew and i uh and i got really excited because you got this band who we really like uh small band who's not from north carolina but they're going to be in north carolina and they're going to be at this brewery so i got really excited i was like man we're definitely going um and I remember him telling me months out and I, he's like, Hey, do you want to go and get the tickets? And I, and I told him very naively. And, uh, I guess very, I was kind of egotistical about it. I say, Hey man, not now we'll wait. We'll get tickets. Uh, it's future birds. It's not the struts. It's not kiss. Uh, it, you know, we'll be fine. Now, mind you, they're not playing at a huge venue. They're playing in Wilmington, North Carolina at a brewery. Uh, so we didn't get tickets right then. Uh, as we got closer, he's like, Hey, you still want to go see him? I said, for sure. We've got to go. I, I even, and I don't know if I've even told Matthew the story. I said, Hey, I got my buddy. He's got to go with me. Um, and, um, I, you know, I said, I'm going to get mine and his ticket. Uh, Courtney might want to go. I'm going to get her ticket. And so his wife might want to go since Courtney's going. So I'm going to buy four tickets. You get yours and, G- and his wife, Gina. Uh, I think I can say that on this podcast because I don't even reveal his real name. Uh, so there'll be six of us, but I'll get my four. You get your two. Let's go. Well, this is about two weeks before the concert, two or three weeks. Uh, and, and I'm very excited. And he tells me, uh, hey, so bad news. Uh, so they do have, uh, tickets left, uh, but it is, uh, they are over a hundred dollars because they only have VIP. Uh, yeah. So that was really bad, but that is where we're at with the future birds. So, uh, uh, and I apologize. We've taken a short break, uh, while we're recording this and, uh, we had a little bit of a distraction, but, uh, nonetheless, uh, I can't stress to you how happy I am that Matthew, uh found some future birds positive so um that's where we're off but uh now moving on matthew uh we're gonna go on to the midnights and um and their new album which this is one that matthew uh brought to my attention he is the uh, this is kind of like my future birds matthew is the uh the midnights uh he brought this band to me matthew what would you say their genre is well i'll definitely say they're uh new genre uh, that uh i guess it's, i can't tell you how long it's been active or anything like that but uh i'll I'll call it synth wave okay um you know so again for those that i guess aren't too sure about what that is um synth wave is kind of a genre as i'll say, definitely say is it is you know i guess for me when i think of genres like there's a few like uh, like umbrella and yeah. genres like rock pop 
I guess those are two the two biggest right. um, hip hop. So like uh, they're definitely under pop okay. as far as uh, you know I'd the big umbrella. Yeah, I'd agree uh, but uh, but in general, um, it's, it's pretty much like very eighties uh, infused uh, pop music. Pretty much, there's a lot of synthesizers, a lot of yeah. kind of this gray eighties like sounds, like the kind of big lead guitar. Very Big lead guitar, some saxophone. Um, so, um, well, I think it's saxophone, I think it's sax, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so yeah, so again, the midnight, so uh, yeah, the midnight, so again, they've been they've been active for a, a good a good long while, actually. Let me see them when the first album came out. We talked about them before. Um, the first album came out, well, looks like, yeah, first, okay, yeah, the first album was in 2014. Really? That yeah. Long? Yeah, I know they've been active for a while. Um, like I said, I know they put out. Looks like they have a nice uh, long list of albums. Um, well, at least, well, I think there's six of them here. Anyway, so again, the new album came out. Um, I want to say this a little over a week ago, and it was called Heroes. So uh, again, I know we were kind of planning this out um, last week. We you know I mentioned that they had a album, new album out, Ozzy, and at the time, Future Birds. We're all out, so it's okay. Well, so we'll get, get you know, we'll do these three albums, and then uh, Joe Joe's album came in later. Um, so again, with the midnight, I listened to it. I first listened to it a week ago. Um, I think we mentioned how we were out of town, so a lot of late night driving. Yeah. So, uh, so I put it on while we were driving, and I kind of had it on, on in the background. So I was okay. Um, listen to a little bit of it, and I'm kind of disappointed. Um, because I think they had like four singles off of it ahead of time. And the singles were, as I found out, the kind of the uh, the more upbeat, the kind of the definitely more upbeat, the kind of, kind of catchier um, pop songs, I guess, you know, on the yeah. album up there. Um, kind of upbeat, catchy, ones you kind of want to sing to. Right. And, um, but the rest were kind of the slow, like, vibe, you know, vibey music kind of sort of, I guess, to put it, put it in a sense. Um, so it's okay. So I kind of disappointed um kind of you know just didn't really like it a whole lot okay. but then i when i revisited it um last night because i was um by myself i was um in a in Myrtle beach which isn't too far from the house um running errands and stuff and so i just kind of put it on because it was chill you know kind of chilling uh you know a little bit of rain on the windshield and it just kind of clicked into place so it's yeah. okay this is what this music's for um because like i said it was just kind of uh like i said a uh, chill, I guess, uh, just kind of the perfect time for it. It's kind of a chill evening, just about by myself, let it play. Yeah. And it was great. It's a great soundtrack. Like, just just of, like, in a movie, you know, this album album was in the movie. It would be yeah. perfect because it wouldn't necessarily take away. Like, it didn't take away from what I was doing, but it just kind of complemented it so just perfectly, you know. Um, kind of let it play. I guess my favorite songs off the album would be the more upbeat ones, I would say. Um, Heartbeat, and I want to say Ch- uh, Change Your Heart or Die, Avalanche. Those are the three kind of bigger, um, I guess, bigger songs off of it as far as like uh, more upbeat, probably the ones that everybody knows off the album. Yeah. But um, in general, I ended up did, did liking it. Like I said, it's kind of, uh, it hit me after the fact, kind of like a perfect yeah. perfect time. Um, so, um, so like I said, so as far as I had to give it a ranking or a listing I'll, I'll, I'll probably give it an eight um because even though i came in negative on it just because like, i didn't kind of a letdown um 
it, it when it clicked in, it clicked in hard. It was very, you know, it just, nice. like I said, it complimented just the, the, the moment, great, you know, I, you know, I can't describe how it was. It was awesome. Nice, dude. I'm glad you said that. So the midnight, I had no expectations for that one and not in a bad way. It's because it's one of Matthew's groups and, uh, it was kind of like, Hey, uh, one of my groups has an album coming out. I want you to listen to it. So it's kind of that way. Um, so if it was good or bad, like it didn't matter to me. And, uh, and fortunately for me, uh, it was very good. I thought, and I tried to put on like in my mind, like come to grasp of what it reminded me of. I don't have anything, man. It's, uh, it's very pop, but it's very eighties pop. Um, you know, it kind of grabbed me and this is, and and I'm not saying it reminded, it's not, it doesn't sound like I don't, I don't want to, uh, get that confused. But it grabbed me like the Bee Gees would. And, like, it's very catchy, it's very pop, and it's very pretty. Um, so, you know, that, that's kind of my takeaway. It's very pop, very pretty, uh, and, it, and it, like, hit my soul the way the Bee Gees would. Um, you know, uh, there was a couple songs, a few songs on there that I really liked that I added to my playlist, uh, and which I think we've established on here. Uh, if you get three songs uh, that you like from an album, then it's a good album. And uh, and I would say from this one, there's probably four or five songs that I really like. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and kind of like you, Matthew, I want to say the first time I listened through, it was like, okay, this is pretty good, but like, there's nothing that stands out. And it was kind of the second time around where it's like, okay, I like this song. I really like this song mm-hmm. uh, the second go around. And then it's like, okay, I listen to that song. I really like that song the second go around. Let's see the next one. And then it, they just kind of started grabbing me at, uh, all at once. Like, okay, I remember this one a little bit. Uh, let me hear it again. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, so it's kind of well done. And one thing I'll say about this album, uh, the very, you know, even good albums these days, uh, it's hard for them to flow into the next song. A lot of times you'll have a next song. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, let me readjust my life a little bit because it's going to sound a lot different than the last song. And this album did a very good job at flowing into the next song, making it like a very uh, great transition, easy transition. So uh, I'll have to say, man, this is a very good this is a very good album. They did a great job. Uh, they did a good job with this album at, at saying, "Hey, Daniel, you're a casual fan, and uh, and now you they have your attention." Uh, mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, because um, so I'll say unlike the the Ozzy and the Future Birds album, there was some, some peaks. I mean, there wasn't any really duds. I guess there were some, I guess there was, like, like kind of like the Ozzy, I said there were some fours on there. I guess it, that were good, but, you know, you would maybe not save them on a playlist or anything. But there was some peaks. And like, there were just some songs that really caught you and you just wanted to play over again. Um, yeah, and I would say for the, for the casual listener, because... Their music ha- kind of has evolved a little bit to a degree because some of their earlier songs I, I've you know obviously listened to, where they it was the, the music would be the same, but then lyrically it would just be like almost like uh, snippets of like a radio, yeah. like it would just snippets of a radio or like somebody of like a like a line from a TV show or something, yeah. and it wasn't like a full episode of it. Of the, you know, it was just like. Um, Almost like a, a, almost like very, very cinematic kind of like, um, like I said, their music, like I said, it would be the music that you would play in like, um, somebody's making an eight, like an eighties movie or yeah. a TV show. Yeah. Um, 
like you listen to their music and honestly synth wave in general that whole genre of music um it is kind of have the have the stranger things vibe to it that kind of their intro as far as the what it sounds like but uh as far as like the groups like this because there are you know a few in but i do say not all of them have like lyrics and singing on it mm-hmm. a lot of it is just honestly the music and the music is you know obviously it's fine um but i don't think me and you are kind of big in, into in, instrumentals as far as kind of you know how that all, all how that goes right but um but I would say, yeah, overall, like I said, um, I'm, I'm glad you liked it because I said this is one that I've definitely introduced you to, kind of similar to, sim, uh, similar to the Future Birds that um, I guess, you know, we I, I introduced you to them. And it's like, okay, that's good. And just kind of you know went on about, about her day. And then um, actually listening to their, their new album when it came out, I said, I'm glad you, um, I said, enjoyed it. Yeah. And um, kind of, you know, kind of took to it because it is definitely different than what you would listen to. I know this isn't necessarily your thing normally. Right. Um, like I said, so I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, me too, man. Which leads us into our last album uh, review of the night, mm-hmm. which uh, uh, DJ. Yeah. Okay. Joe, um, Joe Curie. Joe Curie, if, if you've been li- living under a rock, uh, you know what we're talking about. We're talking about Joe Curie from the... Uh, the show, The Stranger Things, Steve. Yeah. Uh, he's a uh, he's a musician as well, uh, which we just said uh, goes under the name of DJO. Um, so uh, Matthew uh, was telling me he's got a, he's got an album coming out. It came out Friday. Um, a couple years ago, Matthew let me hear a song called Roddy. I really liked. It's DJO Roddy. If you hadn't heard that yet, go check it out. Um, if you like pop, you know, anything, if you, if you're different, go check it out. Um, very great song. Uh, now any, there's nothing else that really caught my eye by him at this point. Uh, Matthew tells me he's got an album coming out. He wants to review it. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll do it. Uh, so I had no expectations going into this album. Uh, you know, none at all. It's kind of like, oh, Joe Curie, he's an actor. If he has anything decent, it'll be, uh. It'll be uh, cool, but uh, before and you know what? Before I do mine, let's turn it over to Matthew, who goes first. And uh, Matthew, what did you think about DJ? All right, so uh, DJ, you know, I've been a fan. Well, his first album came out in 2019, um, and before this, he was in a group called Post Animal that I've never listened to. I think it's Post Animal because there's another mm-hmm. group called Glass Animals. Yeah, Post Animal. So I'm pretty sure it's Post Animal. Yeah, um, but I didn't never listen to them, but. I can't remember how or why I, I got turned on to him. I want to say, it was in, I think it was a promotion of one of their previous seasons of the show. There was uh, evidently a few members of the show like, play music, not together, but just separately. They're all kind of the t- talented musicians. And um, they said, so who, was, who do you think is the most talented out of the group? And everybody said, Joe Curie. So I was like, okay, well, I got to check, check it out now. So the album, his pre first album was twenty twenty. Right. That's the that's what's the name of it. It's typed right. out twenty twenty. Um, and I and again, that's one of my favorite albums. Came out twenty nineteen. Like I said, I've probably been my favorite album over the last probably since it came out. At least probably my top five albums. I've enjoyed it, you know, a great, great amount. So again, check out that album. It's you know, um, you know, just a great listen. And um, but like I said, uh, going into it, like I said, I was, like like Dale mentioned, we. Um, I turned I turned them on to this new album. Say, hey, this album comes out actually on Friday. Uh, we can group this into our other th- other three. Um, 
so he was obviously down with it and um and like i said before so before i go into what what i think uh, about it um kind of like you mentioned with future birds you know obviously i liked it you know obviously that the, the key to this podcast i guess for the reason why we do it um besides just enjoy talking about music is that we can turn people other people onto the music that's kind of just even if it's like a friend you know or a buddy like i said that's kind of our thing i think um i've even like because i think i mentioned previously my mom that listens to the show every now and again so she actually checked out parcels you know, i think Shout we were talking out about mom. yeah check out mama she uh listened to parcels and um i can't say it's like her thing normally she's definitely just a country you know country up and down um but like i said so yeah so again just inspiring people to listen to music especially if something that you know they may not like or you know normally get into um kind of the thing because what we enjoy um and like i said friday or, or saturday i text from daniel saying dj dj o and so joe is a banger um just in all capitalized so fuck yeah that's what i'm talking about um so again so uh, uh um just to ruin daniel, daniel's uh review here he, he liked it um but to i guess to get started as far as what i think um i listened to a few a couple of the singles he released i want to say three um change and half-life and gloom mm-hmm. um and all all three songs i liked um but uh going into it so i kind of knew what to expect as far as his last album kind of his music's kind of um definitely kind of funky kind of very electronic so it's not like it's not a synth wave 80s type of thing you would think because you know he's off 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 of the 80s show um but it's i guess uh, very uh, a lot of synthesizers a lot of kind of electronic music on it um and a lot of effects like there's obviously he does sing without an effect on his voice a lot but probably half of his vocals probably him how he has like a phaser on his voice or something um but again so it's kind of funky definitely um interesting um like i mentioned with the midnight well midnight and i think it was ozzy um there's music you can talk over in the car and there's mm-hmm. music that you want to like everybody shut up and listen to this mm-hmm. this is one of those that you just want to shut up and listen to this yeah. like you gotta listen you got you gotta like just experience it because yeah. uh, i was like i said i was like four songs in or five five songs in and i was thinking okay i'm on a ride like i'm on a journey here um and i didn't necessarily expect it like i said i was i think i was five songs in i said okay i'm going somewhere this is special um and like i said you can just tell like something's almost bigger than you and you feel like okay this is oh like a moment like in in life or what have you say so, oh this is really special i'm gonna remember this for a while yeah um this album's that for me like i said listening to it um you really feel like you at least for me anyway that it, that it's you know something special is going on like right. i said it's a uh, overall i said um like daniel mentioned there's three songs on there on an album it's a good one um it makes i guess going back to the days of cds it was worth buying yeah because you don't want to buy an, like a 12 song cd with one song you like nah. that's just a waste of money nah. but um and we all did it <laughs> oh yeah yeah we all did it especially if the one hit wonders you know that yep. we talked about previously on for this sure. on this pod you know buying their a cd for their one song just isn't you know you can't you can't do that yeah um but for joe as far as even if you kind of don't really know what to expect i know daniel like i said we'll get into his opinion in a second um he kind of didn't go he went in dry as far as very low knowing very minimal about it um i would say uh, there's 13 songs on the album and i would say at least six or seven 
if not eight for me, are like, okay, I got to add it to my playlist. This is like, I'm going to listen to it over and over again. Um, like I said, so more than half of the songs in this album are, are legitimately good. Um, and I'll say, and there's a couple that are only like a minute and a half long, so it's not really, I'm not worth re-listening to, because, you know, it's not an actual song, more of like an interlude between songs, you know? Um, but I asked Daniel as far as, like, okay, because like, it's hard to describe his music as far as like, well, what groups kind of like come, come to your mind, um, just music wise. And I would say, um, cause like I said, I got into Daft Punk at the beginning of this podcast of not just this one, but obviously, you know, probably 30 episodes ago, one of the assignments I gave myself for the pod was listening to Daft Punk and, um, their last album, random access memories, um, I know, I know, I don't think Daniel's ever really checked it out, but uh, there's a lot of comparisons to it as far as the sound. So I definitely hear some Daft Punk, and one that you've said, and one I want to like add to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a song in particular, "I Want Your Video," that um, sounds a lot like, for me, Hollow Notes. Daniel said Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's almost like if Daft Punk um was like as like catchy as like hollow notes for prince yeah music wise uh this is kind of the, the sound that would come out of it yeah. um like i said i can't you know we kind of i guess say the best album for last um because it was there's some special songs in here i'm gonna let Dan talk about a couple uh, his two favorite songs but um again out of 13 there's at least eight for me that are just like okay these are these are billboard songs these are hits yeah um so again this is probably um, definitely in the running for my album of the year. I, I think before it's probably the Harry Styles album. Um, those I liked a lot. Um, this is at least a nine or a 10, you know, this is definitely the best I've heard in a while. I would say. Yeah, man, I totally agree, Matthew. This is uh this is special. Uh, you know, I, I had no expectations, uh, and I like Joe Curry from the show. I like Steve. My daughter likes Steve. My wife likes Steve. Everybody likes Steve, uh, from Stranger Things. Had no expectations. Like I mentioned, I do like a song by his from a couple years ago, Roddy. Um, didn't nothing else is his in that album caught my eye, but that song did. Um, had no expectations for this. Uh, we were doing album reviews. We had four albums to do. Uh, this was kind of like the last minute for me. Like, oh, I'll listen to that one last. I have no expectations for it. Don't really care for it. Uh, and as you know, Matthew kind of said it perfect. Uh, you know, and I'll have to concur. Like. This was the best out of the four, and I don't know why. Maybe it's because it was the surprise uh, element, as in I didn't have no expectations, and then I ended up loving it. Um, but, you know, and Matthew said it best again, not to keep piggybacking off of it, but we always talk about three songs. If you can find three songs on an album, then it's a good album. It don't matter if the rest is dog crap. If you find three songs, then it's worth buying the album. And uh, with this one, uh, I got on, and as he alluded to, it's a journey. Uh, you know, you start off, and very early on, I, I told Matthew, I said, it really reminds me of Prince. And if you listen to this album, you'll get it. Uh, it's, you hear rock and roll, uh, you, you, you feel rock and roll, um, and maybe it's a feel thing. You will know if you listen to it. You just feel rock and roll, but... Uh, you also, you, you know, you feel a lot of other things too, but like, you know, you try to compare as I always do. Uh, and, and not that you should, I don't know. Maybe some people should, maybe some people should don't. It's one thing I always do. I always try to compare it to everything else. Like what am I listening to? 
And yeah. what should I, what should my feelings be as far as uh, comparison? And the only thing I can come up with was, was, the, was Prince. And I told Matthew, it really reminds me of Prince. You got a lot of soul in there, but it is rock. Make no mistake, it's rock. Uh, you know, a lot of soul. But, it, it, you know, it's obviously it's very pop. Um, you know, not, and I'm not talking about turn on the radio, what's, what's going on in the pop world. Uh, you, you know, it, it's very pop. But uh, it was so good. Early on, I liked the songs. There was a couple songs I liked. And I and I told Matthew uh, there were uh, there were two songs in particular that really um, really stood out to me. Uh, one being "End of Beginning," and uh, and that was a beautiful ballad uh, that I feel like should be on the radio tomorrow. Uh, that's very catchy. And the other song was "Climax." Mm-hmm. I was gonna mention with the end of the beginning because I mentioned I know I texted you two or three after I listened to them that that song. Like, sounds very 90s, like yeah. a vibe of the 90s. Yeah. I mentioned, I told him it's like, like a, it's like a cover of a Goo Goo Doll song. Yeah. It's not Goo Goo Doll song, but yeah. um, it has the same like feeling as like one of those more downtrodden 90s songs. Well, well let me give you a better song in comparison to. Like, uh, you said Goo Goo Dolls, which is very good. I'll give you a better one. It, it reminds me of uh, Lenny Kravitz. Uh, what was the song Lenny Kravitz had? Oh, it, uh, yeah, I know you know what I'm talking about. about. Uh, yes, see it, you again. Yes, like yes, very see you again ish by Lenny Kravitz, uh, which is 90. So Matthew is spot on. Uh, it gives you that vibe. If you go in there, listen to thinking of Lenny Kravitz, see you again. You'll hear it. Um, but a very catchy. Uh, and then you got climax, which is very catchy as well. Uh, and climax, you have to hold on for a second. It's not going to grab you right away. It's you know as Joe Curie does. It's very out there and and way out in space. And you know you're kind of trying to see where it goes. And by the chorus, you're hooked. Um, so you know he uh, and Matthew said it best the other day in a text message. Like he has learned the art of hooks, um, and and it's just. I guess it's just so impressive. We're talking about a, a, a beautiful guy who's an actor who's caught the hearts of many in his uh, in his acting, and then you think of like, oh man, this guy also has learned how to uh, be a musician, and not just a decent musician. I mean, me and Matthew are musicians, um, <laughs> but this guy right here has learned to be a musician, musician. And, and really, like uh, you know, be able to write stuff that's that's special and very sentimental, and and, and I mean, it's just very impressive. Um, you know, I had again, I had no expectations. Uh, you know, if this album was no good, uh, I, I would have not felt any differently. Um, but I walked away, uh, you know, having a new respect and becoming a big fan of his. Uh, so now, anytime DJ puts something out. Uh, I'm going to be waiting for it because now I have this guy, I have a playlist I call uh, Right Now. And uh, in, that, in that playlist, it is songs that I want to hear every day that when I leave my house, I hit the playlist right now. And it's songs that I want to listen to right now that I'm going to listen to every day on the way to work. I'm going to listen to at work and I'm going to listen to on the way home from work. And now there's a song, of it's, it's only about 25 songs. Um, and I'll tell you this. This album is so good that there's two to three songs that have immediately went into my right now playlist where I've got to listen. Now, keep in mind, we always say three songs makes a good album. Now, I'm telling you that there's three songs that have gone into my top playlist of songs of all time that I'll listen to right now. 
Now, I'm not saying they're the best songs of all time. I don't mean that. But I mean that they're songs that I want to listen to at the moment uh, on a loop while I work, while I drive to work, and while I drive home from work. So if you ask me, that classifies as a good album. It's a great album. He's very good. Matthew mentioned uh, Hall of Oates. Very good comparison. I mentioned The Prince, uh, uh, Mr. Prince himself. Uh, so <clears throat> it is... Uh, it is something that, uh, you know, I think that people will like. I think people will be gravitated towards very hooky uh, songs, great courses. Um, he's very talented. The lyrics are funny at times. They're very sentimental at times. But uh, nonetheless, I think Joe Curry is for real as a musician. Uh, so don't just look at him as an actor. Uh, DJ O, the real deal. Uh, absolutely. I would, uh, and I give it 11. <laughs> nice. Um yeah, so like I so said, with this album, like I, said, I knew well, well, you know, coming into it what to expect. But even then, um, this album is way better than his first one. Like, like his first album, there's one song. Well, there's obviously more than one that I like. But the biggest from that one that I like is a song called Mortal Projections. It's definitely kind of a ballad, simple, actually pretty simple ballad, instrument-wise. But uh, but again, this album is called Decide. I guess we haven't mentioned that yet. Decide by again Joe DJO. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, we cannot recommend it enough. Um, the, the Daft Punk song that kind of reminds me of Climax. So I'll let it, I'll play it to you, and you'll hear it almost immediately when they start the vocals. Yeah. That it's um, it's called Instant Crush. Yeah, that's the Daft Punk song that's very similar to the song Climax. Um, but again, overall. I said, yeah, he's legit. I mean, he's like I said, this album. He's a real deal. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, obviously super talented guy, and um, like I said, uh, I was talking to myself about it, kind of like driving down the road. I said, uh, uh, I hope he keeps on putting out music because, like, you know, I hope he keeps acting too. But he needs to keep put, put out music because, like I said, this this shit's good. Yeah. Uh, so again, uh, DJO decide. Is the definitely the best out of the out of these four. Yeah. Um, this is kind of the crown jewel as far as what we kind of you know, came to a point on. And who would have thought that Joe Keir would put out something better than Ozzy Osbourne? Yeah, uh, yeah, Ozzy or these groups that yeah. has, their group that is, we love. Their, their job is to do this. Yeah. And this is they're not uh, actors. Yeah, see, yeah, they, you know, this is kind of a a side project at sure. least for now. Um, and again, um, so again, he, I should say on Spotify, he's also blown up too. I think his Obviously, he's still part of the biggest show on TV, just sure. about. Um, so I think he has like close to three million listeners on Spotify now. Right. He did not have that when I got into him. Yeah. Um, Joe was very much a side project. He was not. He had a, a smaller fan base at that time. So yeah, I know he's. You know, he has got some uh, some pop from this. He's got three million views a, a month. Uh, yeah, monthly listeners. Wow. Yeah, on Spotify. Um, now how that works, you know, who knows? They yeah, so their stat. Yeah, that's impressive. Oh yeah, I mean the struts. I looked it up the struts because I think you mentioned the struts compared to Future yeah. Birds, and they have like two million. Wow. Yeah. So uh, he's a big deal. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. He's he's coming a big deal music wise. I think sure. this album, like I said, is blew up. So uh, again, decide by Joe. Um, check it out. Yep. Yeah, check it out. That's kind of our big four album reviews for this week. Um, we had like a lot of albums come out, and we yeah. there's one we missed out on i think we're going to try and um sandwich into our next podcast and i guess you want to just go ahead and say what it is yeah let's do it um so it's just so if you want to listen into uh is star crawler they have yeah. you know a group I'm, i think we talk very minimal about yeah. um 
I think I compare them, not compare them to. I mentioned them in the podcast about what's that other band with the chick singer? Um, the, the, Celine Dion. <laughs> not a good comparison for okay. Star Product. But uh, no, it's the album. It's a band with um, the chick used to be an actress on like uh, Grinch. Oh, yeah, yeah, And Gossip yeah, Girl, yeah, yeah. yes. So whatever that out with the band is, um, they're pretty big as far as you know, bands go. Starcrawler, they're, I'll say they're smaller. Again, they have a new album came out. Um, we're probably going to listen to that one because we missed out. I think they came out last Friday, too. Uh, that, they're just you know, under the radar. But, uh, yeah, so we'll have another album review next week. But, yes, yeah, so out of these four, check out all four, definitely. Um, some country in there. You know, it's obviously some metal and some 80s synth stuff. And like I said, just Joe Curie's just, again, just... Blow your balls off. Yeah, just, you know, it's hard to put it to a genre. But, you know, just check it out. Check out all of it. For sure. Matthew, so uh, great podcast so far. Uh, what do we got next week? What did we say we were going to do next week? I think we mentioned a little bit the other day. What did we say? Um, I can't remember if we talked about what we were going to do next. Well... I think what, we did. What did I tell you that I wanted to do? Oh yeah, it was all top like actors and or like um, if you're making a movie yeah. about a band. Yes. Like who do you want in the? There you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So so you want to do that next week? Yeah. So uh, yeah, we can do. Um, I guess we can. Uh, if you want to. Well, let's do. I guess we want to do two topics next week. Okay. We do Star Crawlers. Yeah, album. for sure. And uh, like I said, so it'll be just to clarify. I guess the, the um, if you were yeah making a movie, who would we want the actors to play? Who do you want to play the musician in the yes. in the movie? Okay. So we're gonna give you band. We're gonna give you bandmates, uh, band people, band members, musicians. You know, and we're gonna give you actors who would play them in the movie. So that's gonna be pretty fun. I think. Uh, I can't yeah. wait for you to use your imagination. Me and Matthew got a good ones or good ones, so uh, you know, see if we match up. And also, like he mentioned, we're going to do the uh, the Starcrawlers new album, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and I think you you guys will want to hear that. Uh, now we've got uh, you know anything new of the week that uh, you know I'm trying to look right now if I have anything that I told. You. Oh, real fast, I'll go because Matthew's always got the good stuff. Uh, there's a new uh, documentary uh, which. Uh, Esquire says the greatest rock movie of all time. Uh, it's called uh, Moonage uh, Daydream, which is a David Bowie, uh, and I think it's playing at IMAX and things like that. Uh, so, uh, you know, I look forward to trying to find something on that. I've always been interested in David Bowie because, uh, you know, it, it's really not his music, uh, and, I, and I mean that with great respect, uh, which there are David Bowie songs that I love, love, love. Uh, Heroes is one, um, you know, Major Tom, what's, what's that called? A anyways, uh, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But the, there's David Bowie songs I love. Obviously, he's a big part of Under Pressure uh, with our huge, uh, you know, band that we love, Queen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we love David Bowie, but I would love to see that because he's always been a fascinating one to me. It's not as much as music as it is the man. Uh, so... But that documentary just came out, and uh, and I'd love to uh, to see that and, and see what it's about. Uh, so that is one thing that I, I had in my notes. Uh, let me check if there's anything else that I had. I'm not sure there is. Um, you know, Matthew, do you have uh, – what do you got for me? Let's go ahead to you because I know that's probably it for me. Yeah, sure. Um, so not too much to recommend. Like I said, um, we, we listened to – I was thinking throughout the week, uh, we listened to a lot of music. 
sure. like this week. Normally, we because like we listen to like the artists of the week, and then mainly the our recommended, which we're doing now. But then like our topic, whatever the topic is, um, we kind of like listen to three things, and this just this week was just jam packed with stuff. You know, um, a lot of albums. Like I said, um, the Midnight's album was almost close to an hour, mm. you know, by itself. Um, so again, um, I don't only have one recommendation. Okay. Um, like I said, is one recommendation. I showed it to you before the pod, so it's not um, oblivious to you. But uh, I mentioned this uh, this YouTube channel. It's called Triple J. They do um, they invite musicians to do covers of kind of songs that aren't their forte to say. I mean. I want to say there's a, I can't remember the rapper's name now, but he did like Bulls on Parade. Mm. Parcels did I Will Always Love You. Um, One of our beloveds that we've mentioned, I don't know if you've ever mentioned them, very minimally, is a group called The Lazy Eyes. Mm. It's a group of, they look like teenagers, they look young as shit. Just they're from, I want to say they're from Australia. Um, Kind of like almost um, definitely 60s pop, almost like, it sounds like, if I don't know, maybe like John Lennon was still like alive and doing stuff. Yeah. It sounds like the, the I think the, the main singer kind of sounds like a Beatles esque voice. Um, anyway, it's a group called Lazy Eyes. They covered a song um, called Well, the song is more than a woman, but it's by the Bee Gees. Um, so again, everybody knows that song. I, I think it's like a lot of Bee Gees songs. You just kind of know it. It's in the pop culture somehow. Is it from a movie or? Obviously, if they're Bee Gees fans, you know, everybody knows that song more than a woman. They covered it. They didn't make it their own. Um, and it is, it is a live recording, too. So it is on Spotify. So you want to check it out. There's also a video online. Again, it's More Than a Woman by The Lazy Eyes. It's, again, it's a cover. Good stuff, man. So, um, and, and, you know, I, I do want to end with this. Like, is there, uh, Matthew's mentioned this a bunch on this episode or this podcast. Uh, please check out, and, and we're no way sponsors, so I'm telling you from the bottom of my heart, uh, the uh, Justin Hawkins podcast, or the, excuse me, the Justin uh, Hawkins yeah, YouTube channel. Yeah. Please check that out. That is a very, if you love music like we do, and I know you do if you're listening to us, please check that out. It is a great musician who is talking to you like me and Matthew are about music. And uh, so I can't stress that enough. That's a great one. Uh, check that out. Uh, and, and everything music, man. If, 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 you know, don't limit yourself. Listen to everything. Um, obviously, we all have our favorites. But, uh, you know, be open-minded. Uh, you'll find some good stuff if you are. I mean, you'll realize that there's certain things about music that you like, whether it be very catchy hooks, whether it be the dueling guitars, uh, whether it be great drummers, um, or a certain sound in a, in a singer. Um if you don't limit yourself, I promise you, you'll find different things and different genres that you like, uh, as we have. I know Matthew over the past few years has really gravitated towards pop music. Um, you know, I can tell you, like myself, I've gravitated towards a lot of indie uh, rock pop sounds. Um, and, and this is coming from guys who are, are, are hate, uh, 80s hair metal, uh, thrash metal, uh, you know, uh, you know, guys who listen to, to more heavier stuff. So don't limit yourself. Uh, and I, and I tell you that, uh, with all the confidence in the world, don't limit yourself to find different things. Cause you will surprise yourself in what you will find that you uh, appreciate. Um, so, uh, 
uh, please do that. Uh, and, and again, I, you know, I mentioned at the front of the episode, I can't not stress enough how much I appreciate you guys listening. It seems like you're listening more now than ever. Um, you know, we have uh, quite a bit of people that listen to every episode now and uh, and just people that are listening in general man it's amazing and it's funny to me when i tell my wife wow (laughs) you should see how many different countries are listening to us Uh, and and we did this all for ourselves this is for me and matthew this isn't for you and i mean that respect we did this for ourselves we said hey we do this every sunday grilling a steak chatting about music anyways let's record it and uh and it's for us and if we want to go back and talk about something that we talked about then uh, we can do it and then now it's just amazing to me that there's probably 15 countries that are doing it with us. Uh, so it's very humbling. It's you know, and I know I'm not pushing my faith on anyone, but it's, you know I'm very blessed and very fortunate to uh, to to you know look back and say, man, there's that many people who actually do this with us. They're taking this journey with us. Uh, you know, Matt, me and Matthew mentioned the other night we both used to be worried that we'd run out of topics. And, uh, and I guess you guys have given us the courage to say, hey, you know what? We'll never run out. There's always something to talk about music. We're learning that every week. Uh, a funny story, most of, most of the time, me and Matthew come up with our next podcast topic the day of or during the episode of the previous week. Uh, and not to open the curtains too much, but that's just the truth. You know, uh, it's just that easy when you're doing something you love. And, uh, and of course, this is something that we both love. Uh, so, uh, God bless you. I can't appreciate y'all enough. Uh, you guys are awesome. Keep tuning in. We're going to keep doing this for you. I promise you that. Um, so I just want to tell you, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. we got another good episode for you next week and, uh, we can't wait to do it. So, um, uh, oh, you got to choose the, the oh, of the yeah, oh, the yes. Look at me. I'm sitting here getting all sentimental and becoming a wuss. Uh, so, okay. I'm scrolling through my phone. I'm going to come up with the artist of the week, uh, while I'm doing this, blah, 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 Uh, let's see. Um, what did I come up with? Okay. Hold on. I'm scrolling. If I don't click, if I don't put my finger right on somebody, I'm not doing it. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. We're doing Lauren Hill. We mentioned her in a podcast not long ago, how much respect I have for her. Uh, you know, so Lauren Hill, one of probably your greatest uh, mu- uh, women musicians of all time, uh, as far as creatively. Um, she was huge in the 90s, early 2000s. Lauren Hill, uh, we're going to go with her. So uh, tune in. That'll be our homework. And then, as we mentioned, we'll be uh, breaking down the new uh, Star Crawlers. And uh, we'll be giving you band. Uh, or actors who would be playing band members, uh, musicians in a movie. So please tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, and again, appreciate you guys. So tune back in next Sunday. We love you. Peace. See you.